0: Welcome to the Blood Cancer Experience, a podcast series presented by the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society of Canada. This series connects people affected by blood cancers to their community with stories of hope, healing, and help.
1: Hi, I'm George Athens, your host for this ongoing series of podcasts presented by the LLSC. Today, our guest is Karen Williamson in Burnaby, British Columbia. And we'll be discussing her stem cell transplantation. Thanks for joining us, Karen.
0: You're so welcome.
1: First of all, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your diagnosis, uh, when that happened and what type of blood cancer you had?
0: I sure will. My diagnosis was in August of 2019. I was 68 years old. I had recently moved from Ontario to BC a, a couple of years earlier to uh, be close to our daughter and her family here. Uh, we moved uh, my husband and I and uh, I, that August I went into my doctor for routine blood tests I was feeling perfectly fine I in fact the I'd had a part time job where I was on my feet uh, constantly. The day before, I worked a seven and a half hour shift. I walked home. I went to an Aquafit class that morning uh, and uh, then went to my doctor because we had planned to go to Europe for about six weeks that uh, fall. And I thought it would be a reasonable thing to do. And uh, all went well. It was a beautiful day, I remember. I came home. And uh, made a nice dinner. My husband has a part-time job at Indigo. So he was out. So I made a nice dinner for him. We were sitting around watching television afterwards. And my phone rang at about 9 o'clock that evening. And it was my doctor, which was a big surprise. And he said that my blood work had come back highly irregular. And that he wanted me to go down to Vancouver General immediately. And they'd be waiting for me. And, of course, I was in absolute shock. I thought someone must have made a big mistake. And uh, so down to VGH, we went with nothing more than my, my purse and my iPad and my phone, because I figured we were going to emerge. We could be stuck there for a long time. And when we got there, they were totally prepared for me arriving. And it was like the opening of the Red Sea. I went in and um, immediately was masked up. And uh, they started to do all kinds of tests. And uh, by midnight that night, they were telling me that I was going to be admitted to hospital as soon as there was a, a bed in the leukemia unit on the 15th floor. And that the following day I would uh, begin chemo twenty four seven for seven days. And...
1: Boy, so, some things, some <laughs> things you never forget, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I was. It was all very surreal. I just uh, felt it was a bad dream that I was going to wake up from. And as I said, I felt perfectly fine. So since then, I've become a real advocate of having your regular blood work done, no matter how you're feeling.
1: I was going to say that. Um, So your treatment uh, ultimately involved a stem cell transplant, is that right? And and what did the doctors say about that treatment since you were over the age of 65?
0: They really didn't say much about it at all. Um, And perhaps part of that was that I was 68, but I had never had a major health complication in my life. I was active. I was strong. And um, the day after I was admitted, they started the procedure in terms of finding uh, a donor for me. They asked me if I had any siblings. And I said, yes, I had two younger brothers. And they said, They gave me some information and paperwork, and they said, we want you to contact them immediately and see if they're willing to go through the process of uh, uh, of figuring out whether they were a possible donor. And so that's what we did. But the concerning factor was making sure I was in remission first. So I went through the first batch of chemo for a week, and that didn't quite do it. So... A month later, I was still in hospital, and I went through a second round of chemo, and that uh, put me into remission, and that's when it became possible to have the transplant. But I couldn't have it immediately. I was uh, discharged from hospital, much to my delight, uh, Thanksgiving weekend. And uh, by which point, my brother, my younger brother, well, actually both my brothers were possible donors, which I gather is statistically almost unheard of, but they chose my younger brother, and um, he came out in early December to undergo the the uh, injections that he had to in order to harvest the stem cells. And then I went back into hospital on December the 4th, and the transplant was December the 11th.
1: Well, sounds like it was almost textbook as far as that went. Um, did the doctor say that there was any risks or exp- expressed any risks to you before you went through this procedure?
0: Absolutely. In fact, uh, right from the beginning, I was giving, given a great deal of reading material to go through. And uh, of course, I had my iPad with me so I could do some Googling um. And once I read through it all once, I decided that was enough of that because, of course, they're duty bound to uh, let you know of every possible complication and side effect. And it all sounded horrible. So I decided that reading about it wasn't going to do me any good. That really, what I needed to do is just take it one day at a time, trust the medical team, and see what happened, and uh, that's what we did. And uh, fortunately, uh, they had a very good harvest of of stem cells from my brother. Uh, he's he was uh, sixty three at the time, and uh, but in very very good shape, so. Uh, it was just the one harvest, and uh, they the uh, transplant itself was nothing. It was like a a, a regular transfusion, um, and but of course they keep a very close eye on you for any signs of rejection, and then afterwards GVHD, graft versus host disease, and uh, so it all went very very smoothly.
1: What support did you? received during your um, procedure uh, that might have been most helpful to you? Uh, Obviously, the medical team sounded great, but family, friends, uh, is there anything that uh, was really helpful then?
0: Well, the medical team was amazing. I can't say enough about them in terms of how wonderful and supportive and, uh, uh, and professional they were. But uh, as I said, we had moved out to Burnaby to be close to our daughter and her family, and that was very helpful because uh, our daughter is a physio, so she was uh, she has a healthcare background, and she really assisted in asking questions and uh, and being there. I was lucky because it was pre-COVID, so people were able to come in to see me. And the 15th floor of GVH or VGH, excuse me, uh, has a a very uh, good HEPA filter system and whatnot. So at that time, people could come in unmasked and uh, we just weren't allowed to go off the floor. So having friends and family, um, I know sometimes when people have any type of cancer, they uh, keep that information quite private. I did not. I shared most of our family and friends were back in Ontario. So my husband and daughter informed all of our family and my closest friends, and that was hugely helpful because as everybody was incredibly supportive, and um, I was also lucky to be on the 15th floor at Vancouver General where I had a panoramic view of English Bay And uh, it was absolutely gorgeous. And so I decorated uh, all around my window with all of the cards and uh, trinkets that people sent me. And um, I felt incredibly supported and surrounded by just positive good wishes and lots of love. And that was really, really helpful.
1: Well, coming from British Columbia, I know that view very well. (laughs) I I wish I could share it more often. Uh, How are you doing now?
0: I'm wonderful. Uh, I am on no medication whatsoever. Uh, My biggest and most difficult side effect when I was in the hospital is that I completely lost my appetite. I could not eat at all, so I had to be fed uh, intravenously for several weeks. And uh, I had to prove to the doctors that I could at least eat something before they'd let me out of the hospital. So that kind of amounted to protein shakes and, and uh, a cup of yogurt. So I lost, I was quite heavy before I became ill, which was always something I had battled against. And I lost 70 pounds before it was over. um, And had real struggles getting back to eating. But now I'm back to absolutely normal on uh, loving my food as I always did and uh, and on no medication whatsoever, exercising every day as I did before. And I'm just down uh, a couple of sizes, which I'm quite happy about.
1: Well, oh, congratulations. That sounds wonderful. As we wrap it up, I'm wondering, um, do you have any final words of advice to others that may be challenged by this type of situation? Uh, Something you'd like to share with our blood cancer community?
0: I think just, uh, I mean, for everyone, it's completely individual. But I would certainly say not to take the diagnosis as a death sentence. Uh, There's been remarkable uh, advances in treatment. And just to try to stay as positive as one can and to do whatever it is that takes your mind to a different place. In my case, I'm a huge reader, but I couldn't read. I didn't uh, I wasn't able to concentrate. So. I plugged myself into my iPad a lot and listened to uplifting music, things that were calming and gentle. And uh, I know everybody's different, but that certainly helped me a lot. And just to take things one day at a time and to try to keep as active as you can, um, even if it's just one round, dragging your IV pole around you through the ward, Just, I think, to keep moving is really, really important. And uh, just to look forward, just remember all the things that makes life worthwhile and focus on that and try not to go down the rabbit hole of all of the uh, negative things that can happen because uh, many of them won't. And whatever it is you have to deal with, you've got a whole medical team that will help you Figure out how to get through it. So, just uh, best wishes to everyone. Most of the people I've talked to who have been diagnosed with leukemia know absolutely nothing about the disease, and I didn't either. And uh, it is definitely a journey. And I, I, I think the other thing I'd say is that even though there can, it's said there can be more complications as an older person there can be benefits of being an older person, because I didn't have to worry about looking after a family or a career or anything like that. All I had to do was focus on getting well. So I think that's a blessing, especially compared to some of the younger people that were on our unit.
1: Getting well and well said. (laughs) Good advice. Uh, Thanks for being with us today. Very inspiring and uh, we appreciate you taking the time Karen.
0: Uh, Absolutely no problem glad to do it and uh, uh, I I will mention that one other thing is to for people to uh, tap into the resources uh, at bloodcancer.ca the uh, Leukemia and Lymphoma Association there's so much information and so much help I've become a peer support worker with the association um, to help uh, people who are you know have questions or struggling with the same diagnosis, et cetera. And so there are some really helpful supports through the association.
1: Thanks for your service. and thanks again. Uh, take care and stay connected.
0: Yeah, we'll do. Thanks so much.
1: If listeners have any questions about this podcast or the subject discussed today or need any support or resources to navigate your experience, I encourage you to connect with a community services lead in your region. For more information, visit bloodcancers.ca. If you liked our podcast, be sure to subscribe and leave us a review. You can find us wherever you access your favorite podcasts. We also welcome any ideas for our program, so we'd love to hear from you. Send us an email with your suggestions or comments at info at bloodcancers.ca. Until next time, stay well and stay connected.
0: Thank you for listening to The Blood Cancer Experience, a series of podcasts presented by the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society of Canada. We are committed to supporting the blood cancer community through programs, services, and research. This podcast is presented by the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society of Canada.